Hi guys, my name's Amanda and welcome to Self. And if you're not one of my three friends joining in, then thank you for being here and for listening in. I'm super excited to have you. Um, A bit about this podcast, it's called Self because it's really about the exploration of self and I'm hoping that this is a space where we can learn and grow and tune into our own self-awareness, kind of go inside and learn from other people's experiences through some great conversations as a way to show up better both for ourselves and for others and in the world around us. So yeah, I'm hoping just for some good conversations. I mean, today it's just me. So I guess the conversation is here with me and you a little bit and me and myself. It's a bit strange, but yeah, there's, we'll get somewhere. So here we are. Um, I came up with a bunch of topics for a whole bunch of different episodes. I had all these titles and ideas and just started exploring a lot of stuff. And then I struggled so much to pick one to launch with. And that's because I had this idea that in order to launch successfully, in order to get this off the ground, I needed to have the most perfect episode one. You know, I had to have the perfect topic to start on and that it was imperative to set the tone right from the beginning and that if I got it wrong, that was it. Everyone would bail and this would completely flop. And, hey, that might still happen and that's okay. Um, But, yeah, I just had this enormous pressure to have it completely perfect And so I thought, well, what better way to start than to actually talk about perfectionist standards and the inner critic that I personally really struggle with and find that it can be quite crippling for me. So I guess I wanted to talk today a little bit about these expectations we often place on ourselves. And I know for me that I've got these impossible standards that often just take over and end up leaving me in a place where I I don't get things done, I delay and procrastinate, or I'm really harsh with myself and quite unkind in how I reflect back and view myself. So I thought we could dive into that a little bit and kind of explore where that comes from and hopefully you know, you can take this away and and have a think about if this is something that resonates with you, where it comes from for you. And yeah, and I guess like how to manage and move through this so that it doesn't have to be something that takes over in every aspect of life, right? So when I, (laughs) in planning this, um, planning to sit down and record this, actually, sorry, tangent, funny story. Yesterday I sat down recorded this whole episode probably a little bit differently because I didn't yeah I mean I didn't really plan it out too much but I sat down in front of my camera and I completely forgot that this camera has a 30 minute recording limit so I recorded 38 minutes finished everything hit stop I was like yeah that's pretty good and I went to the back of the camera 
and it had obviously stopped recording at 30 minutes and I sat there going, oh my gosh, do I, like, what do I do? Because I've got eight minutes of video. I obviously can't, I just like, I don't know. I didn't even know what to do. So here we are (laughs) re-recording. I just saw it as a practice round, I guess. Um, But in planning to finally sit down and record episode one, I had every excuse in the book not to do this. I have been sitting on this show idea for like since July and we're in October now. So it's been well over three months and in wanting to get this out, I was like, oh, I I need to learn more. I need to write a script. I need to have an outline. I need help with the camera. I need lights. I, I needed everything to be absolutely perfect because I thought if it wasn't, like I said, it, you know, it's just not going to be good enough. And so in thinking about how much I delayed, um, with this show, I started to reflect on how perfectionism and this impossible standard I set for myself, how it affects my life and those around me. So I started reflecting on some moments in the past and I thought about um, when I first started travelling six and a half years ago, I started a travel blog and I started, you know, I had a whole bunch of ideas. A bit like this podcast, I was writing out topics and great things to share because I wanted to help people travel better and on a budget and share my own travel experiences. And so I started writing posts and I was, I was spending hours writing every single day. And a lot of these blog posts were good. And some of them were pretty great actually. And a lot of them were super useful and helpful to people. And I would get to about 90% and just feel so demoralized and discouraged because it just didn't seem good enough. And I would sit on, you know, 95% completed posts and never hit publish and never release any of them. And so I still have a bunch of drafts that are years and years old because I'm no longer writing for the blog um, that just never came out. I was also making travel videos and the same thing happened. I would draft, I would spend hours editing these videos, colour grading, trying to get them perfect and then again just feel so deflated because I felt like they weren't good enough to put out there in the world and so I never did it. And in the end, I mean, being so critical of myself just meant that I ended up putting nothing out there. And so when I sat down and was planning out this episode, you know, that inner critic in me was like, you need to have all these things right. And the truth is it's better to just get it out. Successful people aren't successful because they sit on things and never execute it, right? Like ideas don't get you anywhere, it's action. So leaning into this and getting this done has been quite uncomfortable for me, but has been an important lesson in dealing with um, my perfectionism. And so, yeah, going back and thinking about how this perfection standard has affected me, I also realised how much anxiety I would get thinking about things after the fact. So even after I would publish a post, 
that would, you know, get a lot of reviews and people were commenting and saying how useful and how, and how helpful it was for them, I would still just be sitting there so critical about like the photos, about any, you know, slight errors, even though there weren't any, you know, I, I would go through and everything had to be grammatically correct, no spelling errors, of course, but just thinking, oh, perhaps I should have said this better and I could have done this better and, and I would just be hypercritical because in my eyes, even though I'd put it out, it still wasn't good enough. And I was often shaming myself for mistakes for so long and perhaps the maybe not so much in blogs that, that it would carry with me for a long time but I remember um, something happening one time at a church event where I had to go on stage and do some type of improv thing. I don't know. It was really weird. I was uncomfortable doing it and I felt like I totally flopped out trying to be funny and it wasn't funny. And that is that moment, the humiliation that I felt within myself, I have carried that around for a good 15 years. And there are moments that I still relive because I'm like, oh my gosh, that was, I can't, like, that was so embarrassing. I can't believe I did that. I really messed it up. And it's a bit, it's like exhausting and it's ridiculous to hang on to something for so long and to have that critic still pull me back into this, into that space when it's something that really doesn't serve me and it makes no difference no one remembers that at all and it has made no impact on my life and yet, you know, every once in a while still has an effect on me. And so I started thinking about how this perfectionist standard also has affected those around me. Um, and, I mean, it sucks fully reflecting on this because, I've realised that I projected a lot of my own shit onto others by expecting things to be done in a particular way so that it would be perfect. And I was unnecessarily burdening myself with other people's imperfections. Like despite logically knowing that imperfections exist, that people, like we're all flawed and that's okay, we're all going to make mistakes, and I could tell myself logically that's okay, but truthfully, deep down inside, I, I wanted to fix things for people when, you know, they themselves didn't want anything fixed. And so I was just holding people to an impossible standard and, and offering a lot of unsolicited advice and getting involved into things that just, it wasn't my thing to get involved in. And yeah, I guess I sitting with that and going, okay, this is, this isn't okay, right? Like I don't want to show up in that way for people. I want the people around me to know that I do love them and support them regardless of an outcome of something. And truthfully, I do. You know, my, my love for people and those closest to me is not dependent on how they perform or an outcome or anything. And so I don't want them to feel that way. And so I started thinking about, you know, like, where does this come from? This inner critic, this perfectionist standard. And 
it's something that I've known about myself for a long time. Though I think for a while I really just thought that I had super high standards for myself and it's not a bad thing. Like how can it be a bad thing to just value things being done well and to have a high standard, right? But I think more recently after processing uh, a lot of things in therapy, shout out to my therapist, Joe, <laughs> I realised actually that I'm really hard on myself and you know, we dive into where this narrative comes from. So what I found kind of going within was that I was telling myself that it was either 100% or nothing, that there was no room for anything in between. It was either good was perfect or I failed and that was it. And I realized that this was coming from a place of insecurity and a feeling of inadequacy, that I was deriving my worth and my value from an outcome of something. And so we dive obviously into childhood, right? It's like, where does this stuff come from? And I know that for most of my life, from as early as I can remember, I've always felt the need to perform and to do really well, particularly in school, um, and to be a good big sister, to be a good daughter, to be a good girl. So all of this was based on my actions, my performance. And I remember um, one time when I was 15, it was the end of 10th grade, and I sat my final exam and I got 95%. So I brought the exam home. I was super proud of myself because it was top grade and maybe it was 96%. I mean, it doesn't matter. And my dad was like, where's the other? It was 96. My dad said, where's the other 4%? And in that moment, I felt like I'd gotten zero. Like I felt like a complete failure and what I told myself then and there was you either get 100% and you're worthy to be loved or you're not at all. Anything less than that is not good enough. And I think that has been something that I've carried around for a long time. And so it meant that through uni, if I felt like I wasn't going to do really well in something, I would just not try or I'd procrastinate for a long time. And I would avoid perhaps doing really hard things or avoid things that made me uncomfortable. And so a question that I ask myself is, do I really believe that? Do I believe that my value, my worth is determined by outcomes, is determined by my achievements or something that I've done or getting or being perfect, you know, or or achieving, I don't know, like just like getting things right. And my, my answer is no. 
I don't think that that's what makes me valuable and I don't think that that's what makes me worthy and it's not something that I value within myself. And part of my journey over the last few months has been reflecting on what it is that I love and admire about myself because a lot of these insecurities that I have within me were seeking external validation. And so for me, I guess subconsciously by being perfect, by getting things right, whether it was in a romantic relationship capacity with my friends, in work, in any space, even in my hobbies, like what I felt was if I got things perfect, then there would be some type of external validation, right? Like I would receive love from my partner or, you know, my friends would love me more, whatever it is, my freediving coach would approve of my dive. I don't know. There, I, I, and, I, and it wasn't this conscious thing of going, hey, give me validation and tell me that I'm worthy. But I definitely noticed that when I wasn't getting things right, that I was super critical and hard on myself, even when others weren't. Um, yeah. And so for the last few months, particularly, that's something that I've been reflecting on a lot is what do I value within myself? What do I admire about myself? What do I love about myself? And really coming back to a feeling of home within me so that the, the need for validation doesn't come from something outside it's enough for like I'm enough for me and I know that sounds pretty cliched and and I don't think that I'm fully there yet because there are definitely moments that come and go but I think I'm getting there so like I said this episode has been something that's quite um, challenging and uncomfortable for me and something I've really leaned into in order to combat this perfectionist standard and this inner critic. So what have I applied? <laughs> well, something that was important to me was to remind myself that I have permission to fail. And honestly, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, it's okay to not get this right. It's okay if you mess up. It's okay to just give this a shot, even if it doesn't work out the way you want it to, the way you hope it to. It's okay. I have also worked a lot on forgiving myself for when I feel like I've messed something up because that inner critic can be quite loud and I will sit there feeling quite guilty and mulling over things for a long time. And then another thing I've done is just to take risks and do something that scares me like this, to be honest. And even though I know that, you know, that part of me inside is still worrying that I'm going to fail and mess this up, leaning into that and just doing it anyway and just giving it a crack. So if this podcast has gone live, then I guess I've done all these things. Um. Yeah, and I hope, I guess, for you, if this is something that resonates with you and that you have found yourself holding yourself to an impossible standard in life, whether it's in work, in relationships or whatever, 
I guess my encouragement for you is to ask yourself, you know, where that comes from, how it's impacted you and those around you. And I guess something that you can try as well is to give yourself that permission to get it wrong and remind yourself that your own value and worth isn't tied to getting things perfect or to being perfect. And I think something that's been very helpful for me in applying this kind of ongoingly over the past couple of years is that I've been able to show up better for the people around me because now when I have that urge to fix or when I'm seeing something that I'm deeming as imperfection, I'm recognising that that's my own thing. It's not someone else's. And it means that I can genuinely show up for people and be there to love and support them in the ways that they need and not in how I want to show up for them. And then I don't have to burden myself with like fixing things. It's not my thing to fix which is good. So I guess, yeah, if if there's something to take away from this, it's really to please give yourself permission to try and to fail and to get things wrong. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I guess that's it for episode one. If you stayed until the end, I will buy you cake. So come and find me and we'll go have some cake together. I'm in Bali recording this at the moment. Um, yeah, please subscribe, leave a review if it's going to be five stars, um, and follow me on Instagram. The handle is at self double underscore podcast. I'll be releasing episodes every Thursday. Super excited to just get this thing going. My name's Amanda. Thank you so much for joining me again. And I will see you next week. Bye.